Welcome to this week's episode of the Marked for Eternity podcast, where we bring you biblical truth on topics such as marriage, family, and ministry. This episode is made possible by the Ultra Global Partners. To find out more information about the Ultra Global, please go to thealtraglobal.com and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Here are your hosts, Jeremiah and Paul Johnson. Hey, welcome today to the episode. Thanks so much for joining Paul and I again here in the studio. Paul, we're getting through season one. Man, I'm loving the conversation. We're loving the comments, uh, people that are experiencing uh, revelation insight. Thank you so much for writing us, talking to us. Uh, So grateful uh, for the feedback. I know, Paul, some people uh, are always asking like us this question, how do I know that I'm called to the fivefold ministry? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been taking season one to give language to it, you know, and this is who they are and this is, you know, who they're not. But let's let's talk a little bit about how to identify if someone has a fivefold ministry call. Yeah, it's a great question. It's really important because it would be a travesty if you thought you had a fivefold ministry call on your life and you don't. Yeah. You would literally be trying to fulfill an assignment that you don't have the grace to complete or walk in, which sets you up for failure and frustration, which damages the body and brings reproach to the name of the Lord. So while so many people are making fivefold claims, I think it's really important to start out this episode with this thought. Does the scripture say, let the lips of another praise you? Yes. Well, it says a man's gift will make room for him. So if you have a gift, if you have grace, whether it be fivefold or gifts of the spirit or what have you, a heart of humility is what invites God's grace, right? We know that God is opposed to the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And if the gift or the ministry in your life is in operation by grace, then wouldn't the way to walk in it be to humble yourself yeah. rather than to appoint yourself anoint yourself, raise yourself up and promote yourself. You just walk in humility and seek to serve and seek to honor and seek to better one another. So I hope to stop someone in their tracks from pursuing fivefold ministry like candy out of a vending machine. And I want to be this and I want to be that. And I want to be recognized as this, because look, if you're using ministry or recognition to get your needs met, then you will abuse ministry. You will abuse the influence that you may or may not attain. So how do I know if I have a fivefold call or if you have a fivefold call? I want to start with humility because it's so important. I want to try to eliminate any pressure to be recognized. People don't have to call you by a title. You don't need a grand entrance and all the orphan culture insecurity stuff that's out there is like apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers are servants. Yeah. I'm thinking about, you know, just some of the thoughts that we've had on on previous episodes about this whole entertainment culture. Mm -hmm. You know, I go to meetings, Paul, where it's like, put on a name tag, which one you are. 
and like you're in a room full of a thousand people and it's like, you know, 80% apostles, you know, uh, 17% profit and then a couple pastors, teachers and one evangelist, you know, and it's kind of like if you're viewing it from an entertainment, it's almost like which which one do you, what uh, which character do you want to play? Or like we have prophet schools. So like, you know, hey, if, if you want to be a prophet or think you're a prophet, come here and do three sessions and then we'll give you a certificate that says you're a prophet. I mean, I think the entertainment culture and then really like we're constantly trying to fast track people into some kind of title or identity. And so in a lot of places, you're a prophet, I'm a prophet, you're an apostle, we're all, you know, I I heard someone speak the other day and they're like, yeah, you know, in one season, if you want to be an apostle and then maybe the next season you're a pastor and I'm looking at these people and I'm like, where, where are we getting this? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, even like uh, uh, Paul, I mean, the, the word of God, he says, I'm an apostle, a teacher and a preacher. But he never said he was a prophet. He never said he was an evangelist or, 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 you know, I mean, Paul, I mean, would, would you say like from what you can see, if someone has a fivefold calling, they probably have a primary one and then a secondary one. I mean, Paul said, I'm an apostle and a teacher, Mm -hmm. but there's really nowhere in the scripture where it's like, well, I'm all five. Well, I'm three or, you know, again, you, I literally a well-known person online. They're like, well, I've been saying. 50 years and the first 10 years I was a pastor the second year uh, the next 10 years the Lord led me into evangelistic ministry and then the the the, the second 20 and 30 I was a teacher and then finally yeah. I've arrived to which I mean all of that is goofy because it's like look it's all Jesus yeah and if your heart is full of humility and service and it's like well you know okay so here's the deal right so like In If you look at the gifts of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12, the nine that are listed there, along with Romans 12, the list there as well, well, there's a gift of teaching. Yeah. Well, how do I know if if it's a gift of teaching or I'm a fivefold teacher? Or you might have a someone with a gift of mercy. Well, does that make them a fivefold shepherd? Yeah. You know, uh, you might have the gift of prophecy. Yeah. That doesn't make you a prophet. And so I think in our title-hungry, oriented culture, you know, honestly, I mean, today you just give yourself a title, put it before your first name on Facebook and Instagram, and create a following and a ministry page. And you're trying to get something going in your own strength that God is not gracing and blessing. And you're just searching for significance through ministry, which is going to to set you up for a disaster. I mean, honestly, Jer, most of the people that I know with legitimate fivefold calls have been through valleys and wildernesses and hardship, and they they have had to come to a place of surrender of, okay, Lord, I, I, I will do this. I will serve in this way. I will honor you. It's not something that they're searching for, longing for, can't wait to you know, there's really a wrestle within the soul of God. I don't even want to do this, but I want to honor you with the way you made me and the gifts you gave me. Yeah, we've we've glamorized this yes. thing. We we've it's a good merchandised word it. it. You know, we we've 
you know, it's like a Hollywood celebrity showcase. And again, because I go to so many of these gatherings around the nation, I mean, I'm like, I don't even sense any kind of grace that you're talking. I'm I'm pastor so-and-so. Where's your church? Oh, I don't have one. You know, I'm... I'm uh, I'm evangelist, whatever. Where are the souls that you've been winning? Oh, you That's know, we, we've allowed people to claim a title right. where there's no functioning grace. And mm-hmm. so to go back to the original question on this episode, like, how do I know that I'm called to fivefold ministry? Right. I mean, I think I think your question starting out is like, if you're really called, there's no need to flaunt it. Uh, boast it, uh, you know, demand that people call you by your title. I think an evidence of how do I know that I'm called to a fivefold ministry is there's a humility and there's functioning fruit there. Fruit is good. You know, fruit. So would would you say like, yeah, that's a very... Yeah, fruit is massively important. I mean, so grace determines at least two things, fruit and function. Yeah. Right. There has to be evidence. What's the evidence of the grace of God? Fruit. Yeah. And function. You're actually functioning and you're experiencing success, right? You're not an, you're not a fivefold evangelist if you're not winning souls. Yeah. But just because you're winning souls doesn't mean you're a fivefold evangelist. So I think that trying to help people understand it's important to have clarity and distinction among the ministries. But because we've made ministry a point of arrival yeah. and it's the pinnacle of spirituality as I'm a minister and I'm a pastor and people, it's like, oh, the whole thing gets skewed and we need a, a, a good bath in humility of just allow others to praise you, allow others to recognize you, which is an important part of how do I know I have a fivefold call? I've never asked anybody to call me anything. Yep. Uh, and those wilderness seasons and those valleys, man, I'm talking about my own life. I'm talking about, Lord, please let me do something else. I don't want, I, and the Lord's like, well, no, you die to yourself and serve me. Yeah. So I think that's important. I mean, it's funny. You made me think of it. We were at a conference recently and, and, and in order to come to the, it was a, a leader's conference. You had to fill out your fivefold, yeah. but then there was an other. So I just had to. So I clicked other and it said, please explain. And I just put tongues of fire coordinator. <laughs> so that, that was my title for that. Yeah. Well, yeah, and my point is just a lot of our current fivefold ministry circles invite this. And yes. that's where I'm like, Paul, sometimes I have so much inner turmoil because like I wanna see the restoration of fivefold ministry, but I also don't wanna see the ministries hijacked. And now we're using apostles, prophets, teachers, and evangelists as as, as a marketing uh, team. Like, you know, we hijack it and we make it all about us. Where I'm like, no, the Lord wants to restore fivefold ministry to point us back to him, to exalt him. So I think fruit is, is a great, again, I think we're trying to give language to if someone is claiming to be an apostle, the fruit of apostleship should look like something. Yeah. You know, if someone is claiming to be a prophet, the fruit and function of prophet. And again, I think some something that we're saying is, I sh- if I just walk into a church and I function, 
and a, as who the Lord's called me to be. Through serving. Yeah, they're going to come away and say, this guy is that. Now, that's fine because their lips are praising me, but I'm not walking in demanding a title, telling people to me in this culture, it's a red flag. When someone constantly has to use a title before their name and they have to constantly request that you demand them or give them special treatment, I'm either saying, one, there's no calling here, or two, there could be a calling, but they've fallen into pollution. They've fallen into impurity and need to be restored back. Well, I think a lot of times they insist because they themselves deep down don't even really believe it. Yeah. They need other people to try to validate and meet a need inside of them. There's an insecurity there, which is where we've said in previous episodes, your security has to come in Christ. Yeah. Your identity is in him. If you make ministry your identity, then both will collapse. You have to know who you are yeah. apart from ministry, apart from preaching, apart from teaching, apart from pastoring. Are you satisfied in God? Are you satisfied being a, a, a husband, a father, a wife, a daughter, a friend? Yeah. Is yeah. that enough for you? Is God enough for you or do you need ministry? Yeah. And I think sometimes it's even like going back to the word of God, like Paul was an apostle, a wise master builder that planted churches and spent years and months in places. Okay. He had equity, sweat in the game. When he leaves Ephesus, the elders are weeping because they'll never see him again. I I met up with a guy the other day, 26 years old, well-known in America, claiming to oversee 100 churches. And I'm like, well, what, what does that mean to you? And what it means is he's so popular and he's so famous that people who are planning churches want to be underneath his covering and use his ministry name. And so all of a sudden, he's known as an apostle overseeing 100 churches. And I'm like, this is actually franchising. Like you're not actually doing true apostolic work. You've just found a bunch of people who don't have a a quote covering who just want to use your name. Now, again, do I think that you can apostolically be involved in there? Yes. But when you're talking about the apostolic nature of planting churches, you're actually on the ground. You're actually laying foundation. You're not letting other people do the work and then just slapping your name on the building and claiming you've planted a hundred churches. It doesn't work like that. Yep. Yep. So let's try to tie it all together for people. How do I know I have a five-fold call? We're talking about fruit. We're encouraging you to just function. Don't insist or demand on a title or any kind of recognition. I mean, Jesus came to serve. He didn't come to be served. He didn't insist on anything. He loved the disciples. He loved the people. He was a benefit and blessing to all of those around him. I think that um, another important point would be, you know, do other ministries recognize grace on your life, specifically apostles and prophets, which what I believe about apostolic and prophetic ministry is that they have grace from God to identify the fivefold ministry before 
before they're even functioning. Yeah. They see it by revelation and they know, and I know we talk a lot as like, man, they got something on their life. There's yeah. there. And, and, you know, we begin to pray into it and there, there's that revelation that comes where, you know, this is before people are even functioning or before they're active. You, you see kind of those diamonds in the rough, if you will, or people that are uh, cast out or broken or broken down in their life, but they've got grace and they need health and healing and they need relationship to get functioning. So I think that's important. And then um, the other one to me that comes up is within the context of the local church. You know, it says in Acts 13, one, we've quoted it at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. The prophets and teachers are, they're in the church of Antioch. They're, they're among the saints. So uh, apostle so-and-so and prophet, whoever that aren't connected to the local body. Listen, I need to say this because you need to hear it. God loves the local church. He loves his church. It's the only thing that Jesus said he was building. He didn't say he was building uh, uh, prayer rooms. He didn't say he was building apostolic hubs. He said, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against her. So God loves the local church and being among the local church. I don't care how on fire your prayer life is, how wonderful your network is. You need to be plugged in and serving and available to a body. If you're a true fivefold minister, God loves the local church and you should too. Yeah. I mean, how can you train and equip a body that you're not a part of? Again, it's just, it's a, it's a common occurrence, especially in America, people claiming fivefold grace disconnected from a body of believers and therefore unable to function in the grace that God has given them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's really, really important in do I have a fivefold call being connected to the body? And and the reason for that is because other leaders, right? Yes. If you're submitted, you shouldn't be, well, I'm angling for authority and I got a minister. It's like, you know, there's something healthy that happens because a lot of times recognition of the fivefold call, it doesn't start a, a, a like a moment of I just stepped into my ministry and I recognized it yesterday. It begins a process in our lives of serving. You know, if you're going to be in leadership and you're going to be a healthy leader, it's important to honor and submit to leadership in your life, right? Because you're your own first follower. If you can't lead yourself, if you can't submit to authority, why should other people submit to you and honor you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, connectedness, community, accountability, these are all signs of health. This is all signs of humility. And again, if you've got the goods, if you've got the fruit, you have no problem. And again, I mentioned this on an earlier episode, but it is very interesting to me. In Revelation 2, one of the things that Jesus says to the church at Ephesus is you have tried out apostles and found them false. And again, this is Ephesians 4, some apostles. So clearly Mm -hmm. there were many people who were claiming to be an apostle at Ephesus who were not apostles. And Jesus is commending them for doing this. This is a good thing. There was a tryout. There was an evaluation. Like you cannot claim fivefold grace and not have fruit and not be connected to leaders and not be a part of a body and be upset when people call you to the carpet and say, hey, I've got some questions. You know, you can't pull the, oh, I'm called by God. You're called by God and you're confirmed by men. 
You know, it's very clear in Scripture to me. Even Paul, when he would go on his missionary journeys, he was, hands were laid on Apostle Paul by the elders at Antioch. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and then he reports back. So right. all these people running around, they never had hands laid on them. They've never had somebody verify the grace of God. I think that you're out of order and need to seriously consider coming into community and family. Oh, and think about even his comments in Galatians about him and Peter. And, you know, they recognize, I recognize the grace on you. You recognize the grace on me. There, yes. There's a, you know, but he's called to the Gentiles. So they had the same grace, but a different function, a different avenue, a different assignment, right? Paul was an apostle to the Gentiles, Peter and the boys to the Jews. So I think that's that's really important of you you don't have to work for it. You don't have to listen. And and you can't be a fivefold minister because you want to. It, like, because uh, it's really a desire. And I, you know, it's like, why? Well, you're a son, you're a daughter to the Father. God loves you. You're in Christ. You have the Holy Spirit living in you. We really, really are trying here in this podcast to get away from the fivefold ministry being the Green Beret, all star, super cool kid club, and turning it into what it's meant to be biblically, which is servants who love the Lord's body, who seek to finish last who death works in us that life might work in you. That's the heart and the desire of Jesus for the fivefold ministry. Jeremiah, would you mind praying for people that feel that fivefold call? Lord, we pray for clarity right now. Lord, even those who are called and those who are not, we just lift lift off that burden. I even feel like some people are a part of networks and churches, like almost forcing you to be a fivefold minister. Lord, we just remove that unhealthy distraction. And Lord, we just thank you that everybody, Lord, has grace. Everybody has gifts from the Holy Spirit, and we welcome everybody at the table. And for those who, who do sense the grace on their life for fivefold, Lord, I pray for the right community. I pray for the right accountability. I pray for the right connectedness in your body. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, hey, thanks for joining us on another episode here in season one. Hope you're enjoying it. Text us, call us, email us, comment. We want to hear from you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the March for Eternity podcast as we seek to bring biblical truth to this generation regarding topics such as marriage, family, and ministry. We want to give a special thank you to our Ultra Global partners who make it possible for us to release fresh content such as this in order to train and equip the body of Christ around the world. If you were blessed by this episode, make sure to go to thealtraglobal.com forward slash podcast to listen to current and past episodes. God bless and thank you for listening.